Do you like a tribe called Quest? Well, you're going to love the Urban Conservative. Do you like manwich and nachos? Well, then you'd love the Urban Conservative. Do you like guns? Do you like butter? Well, you're going to love the Urban Conservative. Yo, what's good, son? You like pit bulls, say? You like solving Sudoku puzzles? Then you're going to love the Urban Conservative. Hey, buddy, if your car making a sound like this, you might want to get you some power steering fluid and check out the Urban Conservative podcast. Are you repulsed by the idea of drag queen story time at your local library, but enjoy Carol Baskin TikTok memes? Then you would enjoy the Urban Conservative. Do you want to slap your boss and then go home and make yourself some golden brown pancakes covered in butter and freshly made warm berry syrup? Then you'll love the Urban Conservative. You're a little over Cardi B and you're repulsed by the thought of Hogmaw. Check out the Urban Conservative. Are you ready? <laughs> If you think the earth is flat and always on that weird side of YouTube, check out the Earth Conservative. They'll set you straight. <laughs> if you're in a chasing dopey and you love South Fish and Festival, check out the Urban Conservative. All right, peace and love, everybody. You are tuned into the Urban Conservative Podcast. This is the Man Architect. Sure, you know. <laughs> uh, this is Raheem Architect Soto with my twin brother, Dual Ali. Let's get on the screen, bro. We we we, we front right now. Let's go. Let's go. What's up? What's good, Yo, before folks? Good you to jump see y'all. Shout out before you jump into your okay. shout outs. I know you got a couple of shout outs. I, I got to give a big shout out to everybody in Cabarrus County that came out today for law uh, law enforcement officer appreciation. Uh, big crowd downtown Concord today. I got a chance to get up with Paul Newton and Sheriff Shaw and Barbara Strang and so many people. And I'm rocking my Back to Blue today. So salute to Back to Blue NC. Salute to all of our law enforcement officers, uh, really all of our first responders, all of our veterans, everybody that's doing what they do to keep our country safe and to keep our safe. So I just before you did that, I know you got some other stuff. But go ahead. Well, I can't even do them now. You just you just did that, and then that's kind of let's just leave that there. Uh, do your do do your thing. Do, do, okay. Yeah, well, look. Yeah. Uh, speaking of doing things, uh, everybody, if you are in or near Cabarrus County, North Carolina, this is something you are not going to want to miss right here. Right here on your screen, you see it coming up right now. As soon as Ted puts it up, we are holding a Celebrate America rally with Congressman Madison Cawthorn, June 12th. It's going down in Midland, North Carolina. You can hop right on over to Eventbrite or you can hop over to cabarrus.gop to get your tickets, but you do not want to miss this. We got some very special invited guests, very special folks coming out to do the national anthem and some other things for us. So that is June 12th private reception from four to 5.30. Uh, tickets are only 25 bucks, as you can see there. 
and also $100 for the private reception. We're also, go to cabarrus.gop if you're not able to make it, but you want to support. We got a lot of big things going on in Cabarrus County, but I want to give a big shout out to Catherine Whiteford. This is an, um, a joint event between the Cabarrus County Republican Party and the North Carolina Federation of Young Republicans. So salute to all the young Republicans. Again, June 12th, it's going down in Midland at Crutchfield Farms. We're going to be with Madison Cawthorn and a whole bunch of folks to celebrate this great country of ours, brother. I got all right. All right. So really quick, because I, I want to get into the guest. I want to get the guest on. Right. Uh, I just want to give a big shout out to our county chairman, Jesse Garcia, and thank him for coming on the show um, and elaborating a little bit. Shouts out to the whole entire team, Zeldin. Uh, we got a really, really good amount of energy behind this, this push to help turn New York red. Here comes that red wave. So. Uh, I just want to shout out the whole Southampton Town GOP, all of our uh, committee leaders, and uh, shouts out to David Betts and the whole Southampton Town GOP. Uh, just go to everybody's website, man. Let's get it to the guests, though. Let's get it to the guests. I've been waiting for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, oh. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Shouts out to Heather on the Domestic Gangster Glass. So we told y'all we had some exclusive stuff coming up. If you want to get your Domestic Gangster Glass... Get in the comment section. Let us know, and we'll we'll let you know how you can get one of those. All right, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. But you can really just go to tuconservative.com and join, and then you'll really be in the loop. But listen, yes. so yeah. So today, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be one of my favorite shows thus far because we have an amazing guest on. Not only is this young lady a member of the Lee County Board of Education, not only is this lady a combat veteran serving in our military in our United States Army, she is really cool. Uh, she has a, a, the reputation of being a little bit of a firecracker and y'all gonna see that in a second. So without further ado, let us bring on to the urban conservative, our good friend, Sherry Lynn Womack. Let's get her on here. How are y'all doing? We are fantastic now. I'm so excited to be here. And thank you. It's an honor and a blessing. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You and your twin brother over there. Yeah, yeah. I need my I gotta get my sound effects panel. I gotta get my sound effects together. The crowd noise, you know. <laughs> so, so Sherry, uh as as we mentioned before, you you served in the United States Army. What did you do in the military? Because you're a combat veteran, and I think at the outset, before we start with the formal questions, what did you do in the military? Actually, I served in the military for 33 years of active duty. I went in at 17 as a private, and uh, I worked my way up. Uh, I was a warrant officer. I was emergency medicine PA. I was uh, I deployed immediately after 9/11 with the Rakasans from the 101st Air Assault Division, and then also ended up going to Iraq as well. But I enjoyed every moment that I served in the military. So you not only served, you put your money, your mouth where your money was and everything else there and actually went to combat. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, if you go near Fort Lee, Virginia, they have a whole display up there and several of the Veterans Hospital has pictures with me and children. And it was just sheer... I think it was a sheer accident. The manifest did not say male or female and they needed an emergency medicine PA. And next thing you know, I'm on the ground. There it goes. So look, first and foremost, you know, I'm an army guy. Uh, I appreciate your service, everything that you and your husband, Jim have done for this country. Yes, yes. And uh, if y'all don't know, she's married. Uh, Jim was Jim uh, a full bird Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel. He was a uh, Lieutenant Colonel as well. He took the easy way. He just went to West Point. 
Ah, to okay. All right, yeah, the, the so-called easy way. Well, shout out to Jim Womack, Lee County Chairman. Uh, and we really, sidebar, appreciate him uh, hosting the 8th District Convention for us. Y'all have a beautiful headquarters there in Lee County. Uh, we really enjoyed that. So for the folks that don't know you, we've kind of spilled the beans a little bit about the military. Give us a little backdrop. Who's Sherry Lynn Womack? Where are you from? All that good stuff. Well, in three, three words can describe everything. I'm a Christian, I'm a conservative, and I'm a combat veteran. Now, all those things make who I am today. I absolutely loved serving in the military, but I got out. And when I got out, uh, it was just mind-blowing to me. The same freedoms that we fought for, you know, that we're willing to die for, I'm just seeing them washed away. And so, yeah, you can call me a firecracker or, you know, I had a guy was gave a speech the other night as I'm walking out in the pouring rain. I kid you not. He looks over at me and he says, can I walk with you? I said, sir, I don't have an umbrella. He said, no, I just thought if I could walk beside you, I wouldn't get wet because your speech was so hot that it would dry <laughs> all the air around us. And I just busted out laughing. Nice. So, so I know sometimes people don't know how to take me, and, and that's okay. But I'm very passionate about everything I do, no matter what it is. And I believe that's something that I'm called to do. And well, I love serving on the Board of Education because uh, I love being around the children. The first four years, I'd recommend anybody who serves on the Board of Education, you better make it like a full-time job for yourself, Monday through Friday, until you learn everything. Then after you run the second time I ran, then then it's like second nature. You know where all the policies are. You know what things to do. And it, it's very insightful. Well, well, Sherry, where are you from originally? Oh, Rockingham, North Carolina. I was born oh, in so Reese. North Carolina. No, Diane, Carney, on all of them yeah. I got a quick question. I got a quick question. Are you, do you happen to be like second generation military? What me? What inspired you to get into the military? I'm just curious. Woo, that's a personal question. Let's just say I left home at 14 and joined the army at 17. That right there tells you why I joined yep. the military. No, say less. I, and I just I felt it. like it was a thing to do for me. And I grew up poor. If you didn't grow it during the summer and can it, you wasn't going to have nothing to eat in the winter. You know, that kind of. That's mindset. why I asked that question, Ali. Okay, so we have that in common. I joined the military at 17 as well. Uh, we ain't going to get into that. <laughs> I thought you joined so you wouldn't have to go to jail. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, <laughs> granted. All right, sure. I'm just teasing. No, that's yeah. actually it. That was the whole thing. <laughs> Yo, some, you know, a lot of people I've heard that from. Yeah, I went because I didn't want to, you know, the judge said it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, you know. Nah, so Sherry, look, I got caught in a stolen car and... Uh, the recruiter showed up at court. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, he that's showed true. up at court. Be honest. And yeah. that's something I love being with the Republicans. We all have a common theme. We really do. We all got Christian, conservative values. Uh, and I do believe there's more and more people out there who are Republican. They just don't know it. We just got to reach out there and get a hold of them, you know. So, lifelong so, Republican, you've always been a Republican? Oh, no, no. As a matter of fact, you'll love this story. I got out of the military. When I got out of the military, my dad was a Democrat. So what do little Southern girls do? They do what daddy tells them to do. My dad was a diehard Democrat. And then I got out. You know, we all grow up. Well, except for me. You know, I'm four foot eight, right? So <laughs> <laughs> that a special make my combat boots and everything to get in the Army. But that didn't stop me. But once I got out of the military, I started watching everything around me. It was mind-blowing. It, it truly was a cultural shock. Mm. You think about it. When you're in the military, you're fighting for the body's freedom. You're thinking for you think that you're doing all the right stuff to help maintain America's freedom. So what did I come home to? As soon as I hit the ground, I kid you not, as soon as retirement happens, next thing you know, 
North Carolina, my own state, don't know what bathroom to go to. There's a problem in North Carolina. There's a problem across the, the United States of America. The Kavanaugh hearings, I got involved going out to the Kavanaugh hearings. I'm like, oh my goodness. And still look what we're facing today, even today with the critical race theory and all these issues that keep coming up. I'm thinking, what is going on? I never thought in my entire lifetime that I would live in a country that would stop people from going to church. If that's not mind blowing to people, I don't know what is. So yeah, I get fired up because I'm thinking, hey, I just left 33 years of active duty, two tours of combat to come home to this. I should be able to sit on my porch, drink my iced tea, and just chill out with a with a dog sitting by a rocking chair or something. But then I came home, and I'm seeing that we are on a total different battlefield. And it's going to take every single Republican, conservative individuals, grassroots, all these pockets of individuals are going to have to come together to maintain the freedoms and preserve the ones we have. That's yeah, my humble you just touched on something, and I've said this to folks. Uh, it takes all of us. It takes the grassroots. It takes the country clubs. It takes some check writers. It takes some, you know, some some media folks. It takes all of us to pull this thing together. What what is it? What was it? If if that's the right way, what was it about conservative values and principles or the Republican Party that was attractive to you? Well, I'm a firm believer in God. I, I mean, I'll just give it to you straightforward. That's exactly it. I looked at the platforms. People are not educated enough. You know, we had these women for Trump boot camps here in Lee County. We brought in women that, you know, everybody just remembers them decorating hats and shirts and shooting guns on Saturday and, and going through the military. I did. A, you'll love it. It was a combat. You know, they get in here like fall in girls, you know, and we right. had all these fun things. But we also taught them how to discuss the difference between, between Democrats and Republicans and those values and those mindsets. Sometimes people just don't know. And in the military, particularly women, you'll find in the past, they're whatever their parents have told them. This is the party you belong to. I belong to the Republican Party. All heart and soul, just like the huge walkaway movement that happened. It was the same thing. Right. I, I remember changing parties on my husband's birthday. It was so funny because he's like, you're going to do what your daddy says until he dies, you know. But no. And I, I have not had any issues with that at all. Since the day I got out of the military and, could, and have more time to concentrate on the issues that are in the civilian sector, then that's where my passion went. All right. Well, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, we are right at the 15-minute mark here on the Urban Conservative. We are being joined by Sherry Lynn Womack, Lee County School Board, uh, combat veteran. And there's something else we're going to touch on in a second here. But if you're enjoying this content, please go ahead, drop us a like, drop us a subscribe, a subscribe. go ahead and give us a share. Also, jump on over to tuconservative.com, get yourself a membership because that's how we keep this thing commercial free. That's why we're not selling magnetic wallet strips and flashlights, super scissors. No, but but you but you can get a domestic gangster custom glass. You can do that. <laughs> that you can do. So, so Terry, real quick, I have a, I'm curious about something. I know you said your dad was a Democrat, but was he like a modern Democrat or was he like a blue dog conservative? you know, JFK style Democrat. He was, modern this, Democrat. He was this guy. It was just amazing. It was just, he would have loved, you know, he died of cancer, but he would have loved some of the Trump initiatives that were out there. And I think there's a lot of blue dog Democrats out there, you know, nice. and uh, that's all they got to do. They got to be educated. We got to get out there and talk to them, reach out to them because people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I find it's very successful here in Lee County. And surrounding areas, I've traveled to other counties as well. And you can reach right. out to these people and, 
And there's always a fun way to engage them. That's one of the things I think our party needs to be a little bit better at. You know, we, we got to have people that want to come. You should be cool to be a Republican. You remember that old country western song? I was country when country wasn't cool. Mm, well, I've heard so that song. Republicans, it needs to be like that. We need Quick. to live those values every day. I think I said this to you one time. It's like um, people who, who say, well, yeah, I'm a Christian. I go to church. Well, honey, you going to church don't make you a Christian any more than going to Burger King is going to make you a Whopper. When you say that I'm a Republican, that's something you should do every single day. You should be able to promote those values. Those are strong Christian values. And there's no excuse whatsoever and not being bold about what you are and what you do. That's a fact. Right. So I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to my son, Junior. He just called in. Right. That's why I got bumped out. But it made me think to ask you something to get your opinion on something. Right. So you have people who will once you start to discover or, or understand that that as a Christian or whatever, whatever the case may be, you start to identify your conservative values. How do you deal with people or how do you personally deal with the, the antagonism that comes with that? That, you know, the when people come at you the wrong way, how do you defend your conservatism, if, if you will? Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's a good question, uh, especially since I have a lot of experience at that. <laughs> um, I remember a reporter directly in my face yelling and screaming and hollering. And how can you do this? How can you support and I know this isn't about Donald Trump, but that's that's what they were going after. How can you support Donald Trump? You are a woman. How dare you? And it was the funniest thing because they were about ready to pull me back. I was like, no, I'll answer that question. I waited till she calmed down. I said, ma'am, why would you? I'm very concerned as why you would ask me that question. In a, in a country now where you're promoting equality, you're asking me how I voted for something as a woman. So let me help you out. After 33 years of active duty, two tours of combat, I come home to my state and my nation in the situation it is. You can try to come after him. You can try to crucify him. But the reality is, look at the initiatives. Look at the things that he put out there. And now, and obviously, you can see we're failing now under a different uh, president. But all these issues that went out there, all the other presidents, oh, I'm going to put, well, Israel's going to be here and we, Jerusalem's going to do this. None of that stuff happened. We're going to have jobs. Or we're going to do that. No, Trump did what he said he was going to do. He did it. You may not like the way he said it, and I'm not saying he's perfect by any means. She even accused me of saying, well, you know, to all you Republicans out there, Donald Trump is your savior. I said, no, darling, let me help you. Donald Trump is our president. Jesus Christ is my savior. Amen. But it, it, it blew her mind a little bit just to have a woman to say that because that's what women are. I truly believe the women are the ones, you know, they talk about, the, you know, the hand that rules the cradle, you know, rocks the cradle, rules the world. We have women out there and we actually have more women that are outspoken and doing more than some of the men. That is yes. a fact. And I love to encourage them. That's why I bring them into boot camps and stuff. I tell them, hey, any woman wants to be as good as a man has no ambition and they get a kick out of that and they just keep on going. Well, I, you know why you know why I asked that question though, because I have people around me, right, that'll that'll still say things like, Oh, you know, I hate Republicans. Right, you got family members. Oh, I hate Republicans, and and I don't talk. To, so, what do you recommend wow. people do when they deal with that? When they encounter that, and I always ask that from the military folks, Ali, because y'all tend to deal with well, things differently. Well, with me, it's a lot like being a Christian. It's like in the military, you could not, you weren't supposed to go out and share your faith and do things like that on a regular basis. They're gonna know when you do backpack for kids, and I feed kids. As soon as COVID went down, I'm feeding kids up and down the streets and projects and stuff. And I love it. And they truly know that you care about them. And then they go, oh, wait a minute. You know, she's a Republican because they see an elephant on a car or something. 
You know, it should be like that. Your values mm. like we discuss every day. It shouldn't, you shouldn't be like in their face saying, well, I'm a Republican. I believe this way. You know, I don't do that. It's like, you know, wh- then when they have to ask you what party you belong to, that's great. Here's a good example. When you see a woman and somebody looks at her, it's just for women only, they would understand this. And somebody goes, oh my gosh, you have such beautiful eyeshadow. You know what that tells me? You have on too much eyeshadow. But when they say you got beautiful eyes, honey, then you've done it right. And that's nice. exactly how it is when it comes to the parties things. I know that's not the answer you wanted, honey. But- no, 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 no. No. So the answer translation for me was don't talk about it. Be about it. If yes, you just be about it, you don't have to defend it. That makes yes. sense. That, so that, listen, I, Sarah, I got what I needed. <laughs> look, so you touched on Donald Trump and, and, and I wanted to bring this up. So you were investigated. By, by the Lee, was it the county school board's attorney? Yes, it was the Lee County school board. You went to D.C. as a patriot to support the then president of the United States. They they decided that that was somehow investigation worthy. What was that like? What did that feel like to be sitting there looking at your other school board? Like, how did that feel? I'm and I don't want to get you in trouble here, but I just can't imagine that because it's like okay. I went to the the nation's capital, like every American has a right to go to the nation's capital, like every American has a right to support the president, for them to think that you somehow violated policy, like, what was that, what was that like? Well, that was, uh, that was kind of interesting when you think about all the steps that happened before and after that. See, um, when we went to the rally, we weren't anywhere close to it, but that's not the point. The point Mm -hmm. is they make their own narrative. And it still has not stopped. And that's okay. I don't mind threatening phone calls. I get these weird messages all the time. People always accusing you of things. But you've got to stand strong, no matter what. Now, think about it. I'm a 33-year active-duty veteran. What does that tell you in the military? Who's your commander-in-chief? It's the president of the United States. When Obama was president, I'm active-duty. You didn't hear me say anything negative about Obama. Yeah, I just did not. That is your commander-in-chief. He announced that he was going to have a rally. We truly thought it was a Patriot rally and it was like his farewell. We had no idea what was going on uh, on the other side. And uh, it was very interesting because some people didn't even realize that my brother-in-law was there. My brother-in-law is a congressman there. And so we we left out of there before all that commotion started. But once I get home, all of a sudden, I'm a racist. I'm a bigot. You know, they're going to get the black lives out here. They sent letters. And a lot of the students, they were letters from students. You know, they put me through the ringer. First of all, I wasn't in the board meeting, like you were saying, looking them eye to eye, because I came back and because somebody thought, well, she may be a super spreader because she went to D.C., let her have to come in remotely. So I didn't even have a chance to defend myself personally in front of anyone, but I had to sit there and listen to almost two hours of the most slanderous things. You would have thought that I went up there and beat a police officer upside the head with a fire extinguisher and took the capital over myself. And I just, and if it comes to a point sometimes, conservatives, you get beat up so much that you just kind of step back and you gotta, you gotta get chuckled at it a little bit. Because you would, I'd see comments some guy wrote on there said, "Let me tell you, I served with Colonel Womack in combat. If she was gonna take that capital, she would have took that capital. I had no intentions of taking that capital. I was there to support the president of the United States, and that was all I did. But then you come back and they." They twist things around. They turn things around. They took posters and, and did. they took my children. I have godchildren in Jamaica. The Black Lives Matter took a picture of my godchildren with me holding my godchildren. 
Now, let me explain this real quick. I'm not going to get upset. 17 years I have spent working in missionary stuff with sign language, you know, like, and if you got to learn anything, you got to learn God is good all the time. So here I am in a village and I have Jamaican children are my godchildren. They took my godchildren and put them all over social media where I'm loving on them, hugging on them and said, this is what white people do. They pretend they love us and they don't. Now you may sit there and think that's not a big deal, but if you could have been a fly on the wall when I had to get on a zoom call and talk to those families in sign language and tell them what was going on in America. That, that to me, that to me was the worst thing. Threatening phone calls. No problem. Emails. No problem. But don't put my godchildren out there. Uh, well, that, that was very harmful. Here's the crazy part about it. I mean, if they pretend, if white people pretend like they love us, Patrice Cullors sure did move around a whole lot of white folk. So I wonder how she's going to deal with that. Her new, what is that? $3 million compound that she got out there. So that's not, not, not to mention, not to mention how many of them are married to white guys, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> Yo, married? I thought they were all gay. I thought they were all lesbians. No, no, I'm saying, but your alien Omar's and all of these, the, the evil white man. I don't people. understand that. Sherry, but they're married to white guys. I don't get it. So, so check this out. Don Lemon on CNN always says the white man is the most dangerous man. But then I'm like, dude, you go home and sleep with a white guy. Like, I don't understand it. <laughs> so oh things, that, things that make you go. Bleh. Yeah. So so you got found air finger quote, not guilty. You didn't violate any policies or anything like that, which we knew you didn't. Um as far as the school board goes, though, and for folks that I always ask folks, elected officials, when they come on, uh, what has been the most challenging thing about serving on a school board in light of this critical race theory and all of this stuff going on? Where have you found the challenge out of that? Well, I'm actually chaired the curriculum committee and I also chair the policy committee. So I don't know. I would consider it a challenge, but it's a fun one. I love it. It's easier for me because I've already served four years and I was reelected. And that being said, all the, the Democrats will always paint that narrative that you're evil, you're vile, you're racist, you're biggest. Interesting. The first time I ran, I won. But the second time I ran, I won with the highest votes ever for a board of education member in our county. And that speaks volumes because people know that I care about them. They know I'm not this you know, whatever they want to picture, they want to paint out there. And they also know that if I've made a decision or if I do something on the board, there's really a good reason for that. I remember I was on the board less than a couple months and, and I went against the board and said, I made a comment about, well, I'm not, I don't want to approve this bid because we only had one bid. Mm. And that's because it's against North Carolina state statutes to not have multiple bids. Headline news comes out, almost didn't happen, blah, blah, blah. Cause Sherry Womack voted no. States, it states it's against the law or something, tried to make fun of me. And within 48 hours, the next news comes out and says bids go back out for contract because they know that I love to read. It's like policies, everything that you do on that board. People don't realize you really talk about elected officials. You think your Senate's great. You think the governor's great. And, you know, I love Mark Heath Robinson. But the truth is, if you really want to change this nation, we really, truly need to get good, strong Christian conservative people on the Board of Education. And they need to know how it works. Because one of the books I read was talking about uh, corruption in the school and the betrayal of the public and children's trust. Those are things that we all need to look at. 
because you think our nation is bad. Let me tell you, honey, this nation got this way because nobody was paying attention. I remember the day when they were protesting. No, no, no. When I was younger. Now, you imagine this. My, my brother had his best friend. It was the funniest thing. They would go somewhere. They would get in trouble. It wasn't nothing for a mama to grab a youngin by the ear and drag him down the street when they started throwing rocks and busting out windows and stuff like that. And now they get in school and they're like, oh, that's your right. You have the right to do that. You know, it started a long time ago. So with critical race theory, I would challenge people to get in there and read it and study it. You set back when they took prayer out of the schools. You keep on setting back and you're going to, my mama has a, a saying that I love. She says, honey, what you allow in your home is what you're going to have to live with. And honestly, this is our home. North Carolina is my home. The United States is our home. What we allow to happen is what we all are going to have to live with. That is a certified fact. Yes, Ladies sir. and gentlemen, right at the 29-minute mark, you are watching the Urban Conservative. You're either on Facebook or watching on YouTube Live. Go ahead, hit that thumbs up button. And also hit that subscribe button so you know when we go live. Also, you see scrolling across the bottom is a little cash app, but you can also jump over to TUConservative.com, get yourself a membership. On the tail end of this, Sherry, one of the important things we got to chop it up about is it's convention season here in yeah. North Carolina. China, all of these county conventions and district conventions. And in June, we have a state convention coming up. And uh, I hear tell that you are going to be running for something here in our state, uh, vice chairwoman of our North Carolina GOP. Why are you doing that? Because I'm extremely passionate about what I do and, and how I do it, particularly as far as assisting other people. Uh, to accomplish their goals. Uh, there's certain things that I kind of, that I wanted to focus on as well is in reference to the things that we'd like to accomplish. And that would be as far as, as working with the NCGOP, we need to unite. We have fractions all across this state. And if you don't believe me, I can tell you like women for Trump, there's 5,000 women. And some of them, more than half, do not belong to any ladies group. They don't go to any Republican events, but they were just strong people who truly believe in the initiatives that Trump brought to the table. Well, now, now once you get somebody in there and they've got a body, again, the same thing. People don't uh, care how much you know to they know how much you care. You get them in there and then they get involved. And I'm finding we need to do that more and more. Uh, the vice uh, chair role is actually that, you know, you've probably seen the job descriptions and what all that entails. There's things on there that you can do and go throughout the entire state and make a difference. It's kind of like teach one. For instance, when we had a ladies group, we had a group, we brought them in, we took them through the combat training. They go home back to Beaufort County. They got a thousand women. That's what you do. Do one, teach one. And it's, it's just amazing. You watch the stuff and it's uh, it's impressive. And I truly believe our party needs to get out there. We need to get new people in. We need to get fresh blood. I'm not saying that I'm fresh blood. I'm not saying that anybody else is, is, is less of a candidate than I am. I'm certain that any Republican strong uh, Republican would be able to fill that role. But for me, I, I constantly, it keeps going back to something that Mark Keith Robinson said one day. It cracked me up. He says, you know, God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Oh. And I just woke up one day and it wasn't like, boom, you know, this is a thing. And I prayed about it and I thought, this is something that I know that I can do. I can make a difference across the state to go around to motivate and encourage people. We need to do this. We need to stop tearing each other down, talking and, and all this kind of stuff. No, you need to encourage people, get them activated. You know, we need to build our own leaders from the, the schoolhouse to the White House, whatever it takes. That's what I feel like we need to do. And that's why I've got a passion to do it. 
That's fantastic. So listen, Sherry, uh, anybody that wants to get a hold of you, um, how do they get a hold of you? Because I know you got a website now. What's that website? Yes, I do. It says Vote Sherry Lynn Womack. Uh, that's the website. It's Vote Sherry Lynn Womack and then uh, at www. And then uh, it's SherryForNC.com. So you put in the name Sherry and then number four at NC.com. All right, nice. Well, so, they can always call me. I give out my number all the time. And if you threaten you. me, I'll give you the address so you can come ah. to my house. <laughs> Look, that, that is a certified fact. Uh, check this out. Rod, do you have any other questions before I get to it? No, not even that a question, but I want to thank you, Sherry, for taking the time to come on the show. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you, you've reinforced some things that we've, we've told people, and we, we're going to keep saying this. We have to get involved. Um, as conservative Republicans. And I want to I want to make sure people understand that it's our obligation as citizens of the best country in the world, because don't let any of these Democrats fool you guys. They'll talk like they hate America. How about you go live in Colombia for a couple of months there, buddy? See if they go. They won't go. Right. You know why they won't go. It's the best here. So I want to thank you for reiterating a few things and stressing how involved we need to get, how. Uh, in tune with our school boards from the schoolhouse to the white house. We need to make sure we're holding these people accountable. So I just want to thank you for taking the time to come on. I really appreciate it. All right. So Sherry, there is a little bit of a tradition here on the earth. Oh, you're going to, Oh, this is her first show. You're right. Okay. First show. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. You're right. There's a little bit of a tradition here on the Urban Conservative. Whenever somebody comes on for the first time, on the tail end of the interview, we play a little bit of a word association game. So you oh, have- wow. Okay, didn't see that coming. Yep, we're so, gonna give you a uh, the details for the boot camp. I can give you all the details for the boot camp. The After we do the word association game on the tail end, I'll give you all the boot camp stuff. So, Sherry, okay. we're gonna give you some words and names, and you have to say some the names. very first thing that comes to your mind best one word response you can get uh there we go that's just the way we do it we're gonna give you five of them and we're gonna do your best to give us a one word response Yo. to each of them all right full full disclosure full disclosure i didn't think of any names so i'm gonna oh, think of them now I've been thinking of them the whole how time. many think of any names how many you got bro oh, i got like four. Oh, i only need one yeah you only need one okay go go right, do yours so, I, i'm thinking all right my first name for name you me. is dolly parton <laughs> when she was 12 maybe yeah so what's as your a, one word response a, Dolly Parton, so you need one big word for that um uh, big hair big hair dolly pardon second well i know you want me to say something else but i wasn't going to do that no that's what came to your mind fantastic second name i had in the back of my brain was uh michelle obama oh there are no <laughs> words to describe that i'm sorry ah. Okay. My third oh. one was Nancy Reagan. Nancy Reagan. I just think red would be the first thing that come to mind. Okay. Red suits. Okay. Fourth one, Ivanka Trump. Ivanka Trump, tall. But then again, everybody's tall to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, what you got? Okay, this is going to be so left field. All right, you ready, Ali? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, you ready? All right, so here's my name. Little Zan. Zan Bun? <laughs> I don't know. I said only Zan I know. <laughs> no, there's actually a lady named Zan Bun, brah. There's really a lady. And there I, is a lady do you know Zan. who little Zan is, Holly? I have no idea. 
perfect. Thank That's you, Ali. I appreciate that. No, I, I am so happy that you guys have no idea who this is, and I'm ashamed that I do. So, so right. is this no, no, trust me, I wouldn't do that to you, but it's definitely Google them later, and you'll be like, What is that? Oh, nice. So, Sherry, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Last but not least, your last name is Sherry Lynn Womack. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay. So what, when, when you hear your own name, what comes to mind? Oh, when I hear, I thought you were signing off on me. When I hear my name, uh, Spitfire. Ah, Spitfire. I'll take that. I'll take Good that. word for yourself. So well, full, listen, tra and full transparency, Ali. The Spitfire is my favorite gun in the video game I play. All right. That's good stuff. Just, just thought I'd throw that out there. Nice. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have been kicking it with Sherry Lynn Womack, who is running for NCGOP vice chairwoman. Convention is going to be June 3rd through the 6th in Greenville, North Carolina. There is a uh, 45, Sherry, 45 brand new NCGOP county chairman. So, 45, <laughs> there's an NCGOP boot camp on May the 22nd there in Raleigh at headquarters from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. They're going to do a private reception for us Friday night, but that boot camp is on Saturday, May 22nd at NCGOP headquarters. So if you're a county chairman, you need to be at that. Also, do remember, do remember, people like Sherry Lynn who are serving on our school boards, who are working to make sure that we keep our country and our values safe, need your support. So never, never, never think that your vote doesn't count, your vote doesn't matter. She got the most votes, period. In, in history, in, in the history of her school board by running. And that's from the grassroots folks. So make sure you get out there, support strong Christian conservative people like Sherry Lynn Womack. As we tell everybody that comes on, Sherry, we know time is one of the most valuable things you have. And we are eternally grateful for you coming to spend a little time with us here on the Urban Conservative. We got to get you back after convention. And uh, we loved having you on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Sherry Lynn Womack, Lee County, and uh, Lee County School Board Combat Veteran. You have been checking out The Urban Conservative on Facebook and YouTube. As always, we appreciate the love. We appreciate the views. Share this content when you can. Jump on over to TU Conservative. Get yourself a membership for my twin brother, Raheem Architect Soto, and our homegirl, Sherry Lynn, down there. I'm Adul Ali. You've been checking out The Urban Conservative. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Thank you.